Hey, if you're a fan of The Complete Guide to Everything and you want to support the show and not spend any money doing so, you can go to tcgte.com slash Amazon when you're doing your Amazon shopping. I know you, I, I just told you <laughs> that it doesn't cost any money. but <laughs> That's you just, a free, that's a backdoor. Exactly. A free no, no. backdoor. No, no, you buy your stuff as normal on Amazon. Look, let's let's face it. You're gonna you're gonna do most of your shopping on Amazon anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can get uh, groceries there. Can you get groceries? Yeah, there? yeah, in certain parts. Sure, you get everything there. It's the everything my new store. Book. My old book. Um, and if you, uh, I didn't hear any of this stuff. Not, no. Uh, but if you do your shopping there, but you get there through tcgte.com/slash/amazon, it doesn't cost you anything extra. And we get a little kickback of that. It's a it's a it's a really brilliant scheme, uh, not and, a scheme. and we would really appreciate it if you do that. Um, and if not, you know that's cool too. But you should probably do it. TCGTE.com/slash/Amazon. Do it today. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I am Tim. Tim, welcome back. Welcome back to my show. Thanks. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I was surprised last week that you put out an episode that I was not on. Yeah, well... Nobody told me this did, was going to happen. Well, what did you think was going to happen when AJ told you to go home? Well, Tom, I have to say, and this, I don't want to burst the bubble here... Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't know that that was AJ. It was a man in a ski mask yeah. with uh, with a sword, with a samurai sword. Yeah. I was like, ah, God. Ah. You so, haven't seen AJ in a while, then that's how he's always... Yeah, see, I didn't know this. I didn't know that uh, he never identified himself as <laughs> uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> he just for the said, past go home. <laughs> he said, go home, and I didn't... Uh, and you went all the way to Iceland. Yeah. Well, there was a man with a samurai sword. Yeah, you were like, forget it. I'm getting out of this country. Yeah, that happened to me one time. A, ma- a man with a samurai sword came to me in London, and I never <laughs> went back. <laughs> I left that city and never returned. Yeah, you went back one time after that. Uh, it's all the same. I sent my, my body double. <laughs> Your double, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have a good vacation? Yeah, or, it was fun. as the Europeans say, holiday? Um, it was. It was definitely... The most relaxed I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, how 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 come? Uh, it's so cold. It wasn't that cold, Tom. Well, I'm the not whole sure. place is made out of ice, so uh, it's got to be pretty cold. Yeah, I went to Iceland, and on the way to the airport in New York, mm-hmm. the 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 cab driver kept talking to me about like, uh, "Hey, you know, it's all ice there. It's yeah. one big glacier." That was me. I drove you to the airport. That was you. Yeah, that wasn't. I'm not a cab driver. But you were driving a yellow cab. Yeah. So. so just that for makes me a cab driver. Just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. Just as like a hobby. Yeah. I mean, you took my money. So yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's gas money. Do you take other people's money? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna give them a ride somewhere. Interesting. So you're not a cab driver no. though, but you drive a yellow cab. Yes. And take people's money. Only if I'm driving them somewhere, though. Well, w- when else would people get in the cab? Uh, some. They just want to. Pu- they want you to park. Yeah, sometimes. For, like necking. Y- yeah, sometimes necking. How much does how much does it cost to neck with you, Tom? Half, in a yellow cab? half whatever the ride would be. But there's the, a discount. All right, but you understand the ride mm-hmm. is based on distance traveled, so. Right. While you're necking, uh-huh. or do you like keep it a, kind of just rolling? You don't you don't hit the gas too hard, but you just kind of yeah. All right, and so it's half that, so it's pretty much like a quarter of a regular ride. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad deal. And you're able to do that. You're able to neck and kind of uh, steer yeah, the car I, if I it's can, going slowly. I enough. can neck and do anything. You are a very good multitasker. Thank you. Right now, you're making a. Cliff Huxtable style hoagie. Yeah. While you're talking to me. Uh-huh. You uh, seem a little distracted. About to unhinge my jaw and eat it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty you soon. have mayo all over your hands though. Yeah. You don't use utensils. No. No. What? You're not gonna do it right if you use utensils, you're not gonna get the mayo everywhere. That's true. You gotta really get in there with your fingers. You gotta really soak the hoagie roll with yeah, the mayo. You gotta just slather it on there. Tom, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> Um, uh, so you were relaxed in Iceland. Yeah, it was cool. We went to mountains. Literally. Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was like, uh, you know. 
freezing. 50 degrees. Freezing temperatures. Which there is like this whole other degree system, Tom. And we, I, I, I fly in and they're like, it's nine degrees here. You're like, and what? Like, yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm going back. I yeah. bought a return ticket before I left the airport because they uh-huh. said it was nine degrees. And then I saw a guy walking around in just like a light sweater yeah. outside the airport. I was like. But he was used to it. That's why. That's what I thought, and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll just get used to it. Yeah. So um, I ate that ticket, Tom. <laughs> Litter? You? Why'd you eat it? You should have just saved I, it for later. No, 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 you no. You were no, that no. hungry? I ate the cost of that ticket. So you didn't buy the ticket. You just ate the money that you were going to use to No, buy I the bought ticket. the ticket with my money. Uh-huh. I did not use the ticket, so I figuratively ate the cost of that ticket. Okay. And then I smeared mayonnaise all over the ticket so nobody else could use it and physically ate it by chewing it with my mouth and swallowing it yeah because it's too dry otherwise exactly oh it's just uh, disgusting tom yeah it is time to get to the subject at hand what's the subject this week an all-star salute to Derek jeter of the New York Yankees upon his retirement. Yeah. They're not going to make the playoffs, huh? No. They got one game left. Uh, I mean, last night was the last home game. We're yeah. recording this on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a series in Boston. Oh, they have a whole series left? I think so. Yeah. But, uh, so maybe I they'll get in. What do you mean? To the playoffs. No, 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 no. They're mathematically. No, We're talking I... about baseball for our overseas fans. Which uh, you guys refer to as American football, I believe. Uh, American Rounders. American Rounders. Uh, American Pickers. The movie <laughs> Rounders, starring John Malkovich. <laughs> that movie wasn't starring John Malkovich. Rounders? That was starring Matt Damon. Yeah, it. and John Malkovich as the big heavy. Yeah, but he wasn't the star. Tom? He's not even on the cover. Tom, I got news for you. What? John Malkovich is in your film. He's the star. No, you might I don't steal care a if, scene if, or if, two. If little Matty Damon's there, <laughs> I don't care if George G.D. Clooney is in the room, Tom. Is Ben Affleck in Rounders 2? Uh, he's in Rounders 2. He's not in <laughs> Rounders 1. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Is he in Rounders <laughs> he, 2? He plays the... I mean, he's not the star, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- he plays the, the, the heavy in, in Rounders 2. Mm-hmm. Um, in Rounders 1, it's a poker movie. Yeah. And uh, John Malkovich is, like, this expert poker player that Matt Damon at the end has to, like, uh, I think either, like, his whole family or his girlfriend's going to die and (laughs) he's going to owe people money or something if he loses. And uh, they're uh, playing poker and it all comes down to this one hand. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he realizes, oh, this is a spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1997, (laughs) by the way. Oh, I figured out John Malkovich's tell. He's like, now I know when he's bluffing. When he's bluffing, he always unscrews an Oreo cookie (laughs) and licks the frosting, uh, licks the cream out of the middle of the Oreo cookie only when he's bluffing. What a complicated tell. What a compl- and what an obvious tell. Usually it's like, oh yeah, uh, this guy uh, realized this guy's tail was like he slightly like moved his eyes imperceptibly unless you're looking for it yeah or like people don't have real tells in real life i think i don't i don't think they have like tells like (laughs) involuntary like their shoulder twitches (laughs) or something but i think uh there are some people who like you can tell somebody's nervous they're acting unnaturally yeah um that's why these jackasses put their uh, their the hats, hats and the glasses. The they wear like Groucho glasses. Yeah, and stuff. they don't eat Oreos. They make sure there's no Oreos anywhere to be found at the poker tournament. Can you wear like a Jason Voorhees <laughs> style uh, hockey, like, mask? hockey mask or like a scream mask? Because that would also psych people out. I don't think you can wear a mask, but who the hell knows? You can wear sunglasses and a hat. Yeah, can I wear a big fake beard? Uh, as opposed to the one you have? Yeah, over my... I think it would be distracting if I came in, if I like showed up at the casino. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to join this poker tournament. And uh, and everybody sees me. I'll be uh, glad-handing people in the, in the, in the lobby. And I'll, be, I'll just have my beard, my regular beard. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh. And I'll be like, I'm Tim. We're going to be playing each other in the, in the poker, poker tournament. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, we've all 
bought uh, $250,000 worth of chips. Mm-hmm. So it's high stakes poker. Right. In case they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Makes, you can explain well, it to them. Here's a, they, what they'll think, mm-hmm. what I want them to think is that like, I'm, I think like, oh, we need to get on the same page here. Really? I'm just trying to get them to see my face, right? Mm-hmm. Then we get to the table, Tom. And I have a huge, fake, obviously fake beard, like Rick Rubin beard, mm-hmm. and sunglasses, and maybe a but hockey mask, maybe a scream mask <laughs> okay. over that. And then it's that just throws them off. It's like this is not the Tim I met in the lobby. This right, that explains the rules of poker. Exactly. To me. This is this is a way more complicated guy. This guy is working on so many different levels, and boom, I already have the intellectual advantage right there, Tom. Mm-hmm. It's- do you think that's a good enough job? <laughs> Do you think this is a good plan or not? Uh, yes. If I say yes, will you stop adding things to the plan? I forgot where the plan even started. In the lobby of the casino, Tom. <laughs> no. Me and my regular clothes. <sighs> oh, and I'm going to also wear like a big cloak and a cape. A cloak and a cape? That's too much. <laughs> I know. People will, won't know what hit them, Tom. Or I'll wear a cloak and then, like, halfway through the hand, I'll take the cloak off, mm-hmm. and I'm wearing a cape under there. They're like, Jesus, there's so many levels to this guy. You know that Elvis uh, fashioned his suits after uh, Captain Marvel? Elvis Presley? Yeah. I did not know That's that. That's why he has, like, the little cape. Like Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel is a... Shazam. You might know him as Shazam. Is he? Has he appeared in any of the Marvel movies so far? He's not. He's a DC character. I know that's confusing. Oh, has he appeared in any of the DC movies? No, but he's um, about to. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's going to play him? They don't know yet, but uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's the bad guy. Who's the bad guy? Black Adam. Black Adam? Mm-hmm. That's, that's <laughs> in poor taste. <laughs> no, it's, it's not in reference to the person's skin color. Oh, okay. It's like a black magic thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's got a black suit. Hmm, makes sense. Uh, they do call... Batman, Black Batman. <laughs> no, but they, they always it. name them based on no, the color they, of their I shoes. mean, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Green Hornet. Red. I guess it's just green they do. <laughs> yeah, to me, and the most... black guy. Yeah. Who? Black Adam. He, is he is the color of his skin black, too, in Well, I mean, uh, The Rock's black, right? Or at least Samoan. Okay. I don't think we should be talking about this, Tom. <laughs> but what? in the comics... Yeah. He's, uh, like, Middle Eastern. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has had quite a he career. He has a darker complexion than Captain Marvel, I'll tell you that. And so who's your dream Captain Marvel? My dream Captain Marvel, huh? Yeah. Tom, you are uh, the the president of Warner Brothers. Okay. Uh, they say, they say, Mr. Reynolds, we need to fast track this, this uh, Captain Marvel Black Adam movie. Yeah. We need to start filming on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's Monday. Yeah. Who out of everybody should put everybody's banging down our door. Okay. From from John Malkovich <laughs> to to Matt Damon. The only two guys I can think of right now in Hollywood. <laughs> they, Is Rounders the only movie <laughs> you've ever seen? I mean, I saw Rounders 2 as well. <laughs> right. But Ben Affleck already played, is already playing Batman, and he already played yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. You don't so want him so to play. Rounders 2, <laughs> the cast of Rounders 2. What was the, the subtitle of Rounders 2? Uh, s- still flipping the river. And that, refla- that, that, that refers to flipping the river card. But that movie also took place on a riverboat casino. Yeah, it was a, it was a dual meaning. Yeah. Uh, it was it was Ben Affleck. Uh, he was the he was in a big white suit. Uh huh. He gained that was the one he gained like like a ton of weight. Yeah. Well, that was a prequel, I believe, right? Yeah. And so he's sitting there in his big white suit and the big uh, Colonel Sanders beard, mm-hmm. and he's like, nobody but nobody's gonna beat me at high stakes poker on this showboat casino <laughs> R- ship riverboat riverboat river casino. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, you know what? Jeremy Renner beats him in it. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He plays. He Matt Damon's not in Rounders too. It's Jeremy Renner, and uh, it's it's still a Boston game. So, so 
Ben Affleck's the bad guy, though? Yeah, he's the big heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's huh. unrecognizable under all that makeup, too. Showboating on the riverboat. Exactly. So who's playing Batman? Well, who's playing uh, Captain Marvel in your... Uh, there's uh, there's no time, and I'm the president of, of, uh, of Warner Brothers? There's no time, but guess what? That what? just means that anything that you want, they're going to make it happen, because you're the most powerful man in Hollywood, Tom. Okay, well, in that case, I guess I'll take one for the team. I'll pinch it, and I'll be Captain Marvel in the movie. I thought Captain Marvel was a black guy, you said. No, Black Adam's a black guy, but he's not a black guy. I don't think we should be talking about this. <laughs> Captain Marvel is just a big muscular guy. So, honestly, Tom, all right. Put me in a muscle suit. I've seen Tom, just... I've seen you wear a muscle suit, and it makes your head look really small, <laughs> and nobody's going to believe that, and nobody wants to see it. No, that's not true. My head's huge. Yeah, I know. A you... muscle suit would make me look normal. You look like you should be a muscle man. <laughs> The head of a muscle man. I can't believe this has never come up on the show, Tom. Because uh, why don't have you ever tried to just be like, you know what, <laughs> really muscular? Yeah, like <laughs> why don't you take like three months and uh-huh. just like load up on creatine and just become like a gym rat uh-huh. and just see what happens. Yeah, sure. Maybe your head will finally be in proportion with your body. <laughs> I'll probably hurt myself pretty pretty early on. I think you'd hurt your I think you'd really try to overdo it in the first 5 minutes. Yeah, well I mean you're telling you're telling me I have to. Yeah. So now I've got Well, thre- if you ever want to be I've Captain got, Marvel, yeah, in the I've movies, got 3 so. months to prepare for the role. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm telling you this hypothetical situation so that maybe you'll get the hint that it's it's actually going to happen in 3 months. Yeah. So you might want to prepare. Hey, well, you never know. I mean, you did just get that job as the head of Warner Brothers. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's definitely in the cards. Yeah. So to say, to steal a, a quote from Rounders 2. Tom, mm-hmm. that last segment, uh, I think we just have nothing more to say about Derek Jeter. It's all been said. Um, and also I had hoped this was going to be an all-star tribute. Um, I wanted to get Robert De Niro to Skype in (laughs) and talk about... Oh, you mean Bobby? Well, that's... You, you know him. Yeah. I mean, you purportedly knew him and you were like, yeah, sure, he'd Skype in. And then we're sitting here waiting. I've been waiting an hour. How do you think I got the job as the head of Warner Brothers, Tim? Bobby got you that? By knowing people like Bobby. Oh, okay. The Tribeca Film Festival. How about him for uh, Captain Marvel? He's too old for Captain Marvel. How do you know, Tom? How do I know? Because I know how old... uh, How old is Captain Marvel? Technically, he's like a 13-year-old boy. So you think you could play 13? No, but when he's Captain Marvel... You think you're Maggie Grace and Taken now? (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) Tom, uh, for the listener, Tom watched Taken and Taken 2 on two consecutive nights this week instead of having a social life. Taken Tuesday and Taken 2 Wednesday. That's why they call it Taken Tuesday. Like everybody, you watch it every Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, I might now. I've never watched any, any of the Taken movies, and I, you know, I was missing out on the national conversation. Yeah, you blew it. All I knew was the I have a very particular set of skills, and he just kills people, right? Oh yeah, but he's quiet about it. That's what I want to see. I, you know, how long are the movies? Uh, they're not that long. I think he'd like them, Tim. He doesn't have any catchphrases. Yeah, I, he, he th- just kind of kills people. He doesn't want to. He's very... Uh, I don't care about being conflicted. No, he's not conflicted, but like that's, you know, the, the part that you know in the beginning when he's like, I have a very particular set of skills. He's like, now just let her go and we'll let it be. I won't come after you, but like, but if you don't, I will find you and I will kill you. Like he gives throughout the movies people chances to be like, just walk away, but they can't. And then he's like, okay, I have to kill you in this extremely graphic way. And he doesn't really... Uh, uh, he's not conflicted. Like he's like, well, all right, I guess I have to kill you. Oh, so he's like, just pragmatic. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Okay, he's a man of his word. He is here. I could do without ultra violence in movies, Tom. That's a strike against it in my, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I guess it's pretty violent. Yeah, she's people in the head. But stuff. if it's quiet and relatively short, yeah. I can get behind that. And there's no catchphrases? No catchphrases, except for that. I have a very particular set of skills. And Maggie Grace from Lost is in it? Maggie Grace from Lost is in it. Maggie Grace is 31 years old. I looked it up. 
She plays. You didn't ask her, did you? <laughs> that would be the rudest thing. No, I never met her. But she plays a 17-year-old girl in these movies. Hey, man. Convincingly, too. You know what the thing is? And this is nothing against Maggie Grace. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say this. I'm just saying if if Maggie Grace can play a 17 year old girl in the Taken movies, surely I can play Billy Batson, who becomes Captain Marvel in the new. I'll play both roles. I'll so play the muscle man. So as a 33 year old, <laughs> yes. you can play a a muscle man 13 year old. No, a muscle man and a 13 year old. The 13. I'll do all the muscle man stuff after I after I work out. Does the thirteen-year-old not have muscles? Does are the he's muscles? He's just a regular kid, and when he says Shazam, he turns into Shazam. Oh, and Shazam is Captain Marvel. Shazam is Captain Marvel. Okay, but w- how old is Captain Marvel? Like he doesn't have an age, but he looks like he's probably like thirty-five. So he looks a, like Superman. He looks a lot like Superman. You look a lot like Superman. Well, Tom. thank you. So it's a Tom, it's a it's a Tom Hanks and Big situation. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So and then you, if he says Shazam again, he turns back into Billy Batson. Well, so but you're gonna play both roles in this movie. <laughs> play both roles, yeah. Just well, like, the you Billy, realize when I'm Big, playing Billy Batson, Tim, I'll put shoes on my knees. That's true. That's what Tom Hanks did in Big. Yeah. When he played the kid. All right. When he played the role, his iconic role, the kid. <laughs> um, Tom. Yeah. So this tribute to Derek Jeter, okay. I think, has been sufficient. Yeah. Uh, we just need, uh, finally, your favorite Derek Jeter memory. Uh, now batting <laughs> for the New York Yankees, the captain, number two, Derek Jeter, that, number two. That was probably my favorite moment that time they introduced them. Yeah. And it, you know what? That was a good moment, Tom, mm-hmm. because you can relive that moment anytime. Mm-hmm. It, like five times a game. Yeah. Uh, Not anymore, though. No. It's sad. It's sad. It's really... Uh, I didn't even know this was his last season. I feel like the Yankees weren't publicizing They really it. needed they to wanted publicize to keep it. They wanted to keep it under the rug. Look, I don't want to be the <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I feel like I'm a jerk because I come from a long line of Yankees Jerks. fans. And yeah, to be on, <laughs> no, no. Not in my immediate family, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, it skips a generation. <laughs> They're not jerks. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, crap. Ancestors. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Yankees fans. And, 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 like, family and friends just living in New York, everybody's like, you've been on Facebook lately, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's like, what a class act. But Derek Jeter is uh, the smartest man on earth because he knows that you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't get photographed anywhere mm-hmm. except like on the field. Yeah. And you just, uh, you know, be stoic and everybody will love you. Mm-hmm. And, and you nobody... give your one night stands a gift basket. Exactly. And nobody, you know, and then you're, you're, you're he, stoic he actually, and classy enough. He just, he came out and said that that's a, a hoax. That's an urban legend. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a nice thing. What? The gift basket? Yeah. Yeah. And he has, I mean, it's it's no secret that he has a lot of one-night stands, yeah. right? But he never got married because he was smart. Mm-hmm. He never publicized when he had a, a girlfriend except for uh, when he dated Lila Garrity, mm-hmm. uh, TV's Lila Garrity. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, nobody ever found out about the uh, the monkey wrestling thing. <laughs> what monkey wrestling thing? You didn't hear about this? No. I think I read about this on, it might have been on Deadspin. Uh-huh. He'd buy, like, uh, all manner of monkeys. <laughs> okay. Like, Gibbons? Yeah, Gibbons, you name it. What was Spider the, monkeys? Spider monkey. What was the monkey on Friends? I think that was a Gibbon, maybe. Yeah. What he would do, he would have his, like, assistants, like, try to find, uh, like, he'd be like, oh, get me Marcel, that monkey that I love from Friends. Uh-huh. But I think his assistants were like, oh, yeah, this is Marcel. Yeah, and, like, Derek Jeter's like, but then he, like... He created a whole, like, you haven't heard about this? No. He created, like, a whole elaborate, like, professional wrestling world. Like, uh, he's got like a... Like a fake TV show and everything? Yeah, but it's, like, all contained under his estate in uh, in Miami. You know how, like, you go to Yankee Stadium and under Yankee Stadium is another practice field that, like... I didn't know that. Yeah. Under Derek Jeter's 
Miami mansion, mm-hmm. there's like an arena that's set up like a WWE arena with uh-huh. like a squared circle in the middle. And then uh, instead of people in the crowd, he has like cutouts. Okay. Um, like, you of know. People? Yeah. Like, uh, it's like Sergeant Peppers in there, the okay. cover of Sergeant Peppers. So, like, Gandhi is there. Too. <laughs> uh-huh. And then he, like, dresses up all these monkeys that he's bought on the black market. All right. Like, in different costumes, <laughs> and he gives them different characters and theme songs. And then he, him and his buddies just sit there and drink beers and watch uh, watch him go at it. <laughs> watch the monkeys wrestle? Yeah. Now, do the monkeys know how to wrestle, or they just fight? Oh, they they don't know. They think it's like uh, in Star Trek. They uh, think it's like and like they play that music sometimes. <laughs> okay. and the monkeys are just like, oh crap, and their survival instinct ca- uh, kicks in once they hear that music. Yeah, yeah. And, and oh, and the referees, Tom. Okay. It's even worse than the WWE. They are so easily distracted. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, are like, they monkey referees or human referees? Oh, they're human referees. Okay. You know how they always say that. Uh, the umpires mm-hmm. in the major leagues are like, ah, oh, you know, they think Derek Jeter is just as classy as everybody else. Like, he never fights with them or whatever. Yeah. Really? He just employs them on the off season as referees oh, so in his uh, monkey wrestling So league. he's their cash cow. They're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. Exactly. So, and, uh, uh, and Derek Jeter doesn't take part in this. He doesn't, like, call the matches or anything. He just no, sits there he, with his friends. Yeah, and, like, a, sometimes he just sits in his living room and watches yeah. it on the cameras. Man, what a class act. No, it's... <laughs> no, he's not abusing, you know. He could be like, no, oh, I'm going to be the, the guy and calling And he makes him wear the spandex and the capes. Yeah. He makes him... Uh, he, he corners him in the, uh, in the hallways beforehand and makes him talk trash about each other. So he does that. He does the on-camera interviews. No, no, no. He's, he, he, has, he has like... other uh, people do Yeah, that. like Robinson Cano was doing that for a while. Chuck oh, so, still does. so he gets some of his baseball friends to do it. Well, he's the captain, Tom. Yeah. Everybody on the team... See, this is a thing. Oh, they all have to go along with they it. They have to do whatever he says. He yeah. went to, as soon as he puts on his captain's hat, his uh-huh. nautical hat, uh-huh. And he's like, come down to Miami with me. Everybody's like, he's like, get on my ship. Uh-huh. I'll captain the ship. Oh, that's why he's the captain. Yeah. I didn't know and that. And he brings him down to Miami I always on wondered ship. where that uh, nickname came from. And the Yankees are like, hey, Derek, I have a, I have a family here. Mm-hmm. I can't just be, you know, and then one- participating <laughs> in your illicit underground secret monkey professional wrestling league. And then presume once he gets to Miami, he takes the captain's hat off and puts the monkey wrestling league hat on. Yeah, exactly. And the foam finger. Yeah. Uh, WWM. World Wrestling <laughs> Monkeys. All right, Tom. Mm-hmm. All that stuff aside. All the monkey wrestling aside. Which... Look, I find that to be particularly despicable, um, and everybody well, just seems the monkeys to... get hurt. I mean, as much as you just think they're being exploited. I think they're being exploited, Tom, mm-hmm. and I think especially since a lot of those monkeys have showbiz aspirations, right? Like uh, <laughs> being uh, <laughs> stuck in this thing that Derek Jeter is Which purposely they thought was like a stepping stone. Yeah, and then they didn't know. Oh, all these all these faces in the crowd are just car- cardboard cutouts of famous people. Uh, a lot of monkeys are nearsighted. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so they had to wear those sport goggles while they're wrestling, like Horace Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are there's nobody there are no professional wrestlers who wrestle with sports goggles. No, <laughs> you would think you'd build it into the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the nerd. You had uh, what's his name? The guy who worked for the IRS and was supposed <laughs> to be a wrestler, and his name was IRS. Yeah, that was a weird character. Yeah, but I mean, I think people are just like, yeah, I hate paying my taxes. I hate yeah. this guy. I mean, that's a pretty uh. Like a uh, uh, high concept uh, villain <laughs> for for wrestling, but they were all, he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, "Who does everybody hate? Ah, the yeah. tax man. That's yeah. who. We'll make him the tax man." Yeah, because didn't they have like he wore a suit to wrestle? Then he'd take it off. You know. Get in his underwear to wrestle. <laughs> they all wind up in their underwear. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I'll give Jeter. He doesn't make him wear underwear. No, it sounds like he has him wear quite elaborate costumes. Yeah, I mean, he makes the costumes himself. And I really think 
it's speculated, Tom, <laughs> that really the thing is he just likes uh, making the costumes. Yeah, spandex costumes with sequins on them. And this is all just an excuse to be doing that. That well, and to explain why uh, why he doesn't really get involved in the matches themselves. Exactly, but uh, you know. So he only does this during the off season or the regular season? Um, off season and uh, every night during he, the All Star break. <laughs> during the All Star break and after every single Yankees game, he oh after every there. game, wow! Yeah, he commutes from Miami to whatever city they're playing in. Where does he live in New York City? Um, I think in the Trump Tower. Is there only one Trump Tower? Yeah, he lives in the Trump Tower. Okay. Um. He lives in like the penthouse of, and this is the thing, like mm-hmm. Tiger Woods had his uh, dalliances with mm-hmm. the with the ladies, yeah, and he got married, right, mm-hmm. and that that screwed him up. I think it's kind of known, like just by like rumor, right, mm-hmm. that like Derek Jeter also has his dalliances with the ladies, right. He's a young, successful, yeah, but that, great but, athlete, but that's the thing, he didn't get married, so. exactly, yeah. and he was rumored to be like. Engaged several times, and I think he was smart enough to be like, why don't I get out of the public eye before I do this, and then uh, I can continue, you know. Doing whatever I want. Yeah, and I feel like because he's classy, because he never starts a fight with anybody, Mm -hmm. and because he's willing to uh, just put his name on anything that they ask him to, everybody looks the other way, right? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily that everybody looks the other way. I think it's that uh, he's a an inoffensive guy, you know. Like he doesn't seem to have an ego. Yeah. So, but doesn't that seem all managed to you? I oh, love Derek Jeter. Yeah. I love Derek Jeter. But that's the thing. It's like this Gatorade commercial. Yeah. Where he where he's like, uh, he walks around the outside of Yankee Stadium. Yeah. He walks like the last block to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um and like meets fans on the street uh-huh. and it looks like they were really yeah it looked like they really did it which is cool that's a that's a fine commercial mm-hmm. but everybody's like what a great guy I really teared up during this blah, blah. it's like he did it for a commercial yeah, because Gatorade. Gatorade was giving him a ton of money yeah and like he walks into this bar stands and, it, and, and he's like I'm in stands it's across the street from Yankee Stadium yeah. been there forever I've been to stands. A million times, right? Like yeah, it's where all the and fans the guy's go. like, "We've been waiting for you to come in since 1996." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, I'm here now." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, because you're making millions of dollars to be filmed looking like a good guy by going there." I understand. Like, I'm not saying before every Yankees game, Jeter <laughs> should go uh, get go mobbed get a couple and of a, drinks yeah, with the fans. get a couple beers at a, at stands. What's the worst that could happen? But like, also figure a while lot he's cheaper doing than that, they are in the stadium. <laughs> Also figure, yeah, he, but he's got enough money that Tom, while he's in the dugout, he just calls the beer guy. He, oh, buys he doesn't for, even care. He's a nice guy. He buys for everybody. Oh, so they're all nice. drinking together. In the is dugout. it against the rules to drink beer while you play baseball? I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> Whatever. I, mean, I bet Derek Jeter could get away with it. Yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't try. That's, oh, I bet that's he'd do why one. he's I'd the captain. Like, what a guy. He's just having a cold one. He's out there relaxing. That's why they made Derek Jeter the look captain. How, look how relaxed he is. Yeah, of course he's. But they wanted to be cool like, under pressure. He's having a beer during the game. That'd be awesome if he like, like came up to the came up to bat and like still had took a beer. A, yeah, and took a sip and like told the umpire to hold it. No, because he wouldn't do that. He's mm. classy. Um, he'd just like walk it out and put it in the on deck circle <laughs> and then. Take a couple pitches and then walk to the on deck circle and and have a brew and oh, uh, so chat take, up the ladies in the front row. He'd take a break during his at bat. Yeah, just because and then he go like this. He go, "Hey, it's Miller time," and everybody'd be like, "What a cool cucumber, man!" Yeah, and he's he's not even drinking Miller. Yeah. He's drinking Budweiser. And then uh, a member of the Yankee organization would come take that bottle and mm. uh, sell <laughs> it to somebody for like forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, and somebody would buy it. Yeah, I was reading that thing about uh, what's the name of the collectibles? Steiner Sports. Yeah, Steiner. They were shoveling up the dirt around shortstop last night. <laughs> but hey, if somebody's gonna yeah. pay that, I don't. I don't know. Well, did you read the thing? I think it was in the New York Times about them. No, uh, maybe. It like uh, 
I guess they like walked around with them. It's a memorabilia company. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they were like walking around uh, the field or whatever. And they went into the uh, uh, maintenance house or something. He's like, I can sell these rakes. And uh, he was just like looking at the rakes. He's like, how often do you replace these rakes? And they're, you know, the guy's like, I don't know, like every 20 years. <laughs> Start replacing them three times a game. Go to Lowe's, buy them for, uh, yeah. yeah, buy them And like we're going to put, a, you know, a little plaque on them that says uh, Yankee Stadium and like the date it was used, and then we're going to sell it. They were doing another thing where whenever well, Derek Jeter would come up to bat in these last few games, mm-hmm. they'd switch the baseball to have like a commemorative Derek Jeter ball. Yeah. So like if he hits a home run, like you know that that was that home run ball. Right. It has his face on it. It has his face on it. Wearing, <laughs> wearing the monkey wrestling hat. Yeah. He he was just like. Uh, he was just trying to promote his monkey wrestling league. Well, Tom, that's funny that you mentioned that. Because this also adds fuel to the rumors mm-hmm. that it's his managers that are trying to, it's like agent and stuff that are trying to keep the monkey wrestling WWM under the, <laughs> <laughs> the radar. Because uh-huh. he's like, yo, we got to get the word out about this. And his managers are like, sure, Derek Jeter. So he thinks he's that this like, is no, just. No, I've been, I've been good. I haven't uh, yeah. had any uh, like uh, affairs that people have found out about. Uh I don't curse. All I do, all I ask is that I can run this monkey league. Yeah. And that, that's my escape. Yeah. And his his managers are like, yeah, I know. We're trying. We're putting yeah, commercials out there. Yeah, we have to wait for the there. time to we're be put- right. And like, he just thinks he's getting depressed over this because yeah. he thinks everybody knows about this and nobody's just showing up to the matches. Right. So he's like, what is wrong? This- and here he threw away a lot of the cardboard cutouts, probably. Yeah, exactly. And then he has to order more. <laughs> and like second rate ones. Like, yeah. uh, That's like- why he's selling all these collectibles. Yeah. At first they were full wax figurines, Tom. Oh, and then wow. he's like, oh, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Take- get out on the on the street. Wax the m- figurine. And of- the monkeys probably chew on them. Yeah, exactly. Especially to keep those in Miami with the heat. Yeah. Oh, it's it's... So much air conditioning in that. Yeah, in that I mean, especially arena. once the monkeys start wrestling, it gets hot in there. <sighs> Boy, once the feces starts flying, Tom. <laughs> but he thinks so, and, and so when before when I said he was talking, he was he would sit in his room in in his living room sometimes and watch the broadcast. Uh-huh. He thinks that's going out on normal TV. <laughs> oh, they they tell him that. Yeah, he's like, oh no, this is on the this is on DJ One, the Derek Jeter channel. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, uh, uh, and he's like, by the way, how's this going? How uh, are the ratings? And they're like. They're doing great, boss. The ratings are good for all your shows on DJ One. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's under the impression that everybody's watching this network that he's been curating. Yeah, and you can't even get it, I don't think. No, you can't. It's not It's not available. It's, a, cl- it's a closed-circuit camera. Yeah, but he thinks it's real. So he, he thinks that, like, oh, yeah, uh, Mr. Belvedere. Uh, oh, Mr. Com- Belvedere's on DJ One? Yeah, he bought the, the syndication rights to <laughs> Mr. Belvedere. That's why I haven't seen him on any other channels. Yeah, exactly, because he's a big Bob Euchre fan. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's... Baseball guy. Yeah, he's he's well-steeped in the history of baseball. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <laughs> From Joe DiMaggio to Mr. Belvedere. Exactly. Um. So, so they've got commemorative balls yeah. in case he hits a home run. Um, and then what do they do? They come and tase you and get that ball back to sell no, it? No, but what they do, sometimes you hit a foul ball, right? And mm-hmm. it'll bounce into the stands. And that person's like, all right, I had one of the last pitches that was pitched to yeah. Derek Jeter. But a lot of times it'll go into foul territory and it won't go out into the stands. Yeah, the but ball a ball boy ball, will a ball get, boy will get it. Mm-hmm. And normally he'll just toss it to a yeah. kid or a pretty lady or somebody. Mm-hmm. But this, the, the ball boys were all doing a switcheroo. They'd catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And they'd palm it in their glove and then turn and then take a different ball out of their pocket and throw it in. And now Steiner is selling those balls. And it's like, I get it, but it's like, oh, this is a fun thing that, like, people get tossed a a foul ball from the ball boys, Mm -hmm. except if we can make money off of it. And then it's just like. Yeah, normally they do that just because those balls can't be used again and they're really not worth anything. It's just a, you know, game used foul ball. But you know, there's some guy sitting there watching this and being like, that's a great idea. All right. Now you can buy from Steiner Sports a $25 wristband. uh, That when you get into the stadium, if the ball boy has a ball, 
he can only throw it to somebody with this <laughs> wristband. Like, I'm sure that's coming next. Like, any, like, fringe benefit, any perk that used to be free, mm-hmm. these vultures, these leeches. Well, they said, like, uh, the uh, bases. They, they switch out the bases every inning. Yeah, and they used to switch them out, what, uh, once a game, not even? Yeah. Because the bases, I mean, they're bases. They don't go bad. It's not like, I used to think when I was a child that they were inflatable. They're not. <laughs> No. No, they're just uh, little white mounds. Yeah. They're fine. They don't, they're not fragile. No, these say like, these have the, here's the other thing. Derek Jeter knows how to play ball. Baseball. Baseball. Mm -hmm. And basketball, Tom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But that's not what I was talking about. How awkward would it be, like, if you were uh, a great baseball player, Mm -hmm. but they were like, all right, here's what's going to happen. We need to make. A ton of money. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the last month, month and a half of the season, we're going to act like you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to act like uh, the the only way we've ever act like this, acted like this towards somebody on the baseball field is when they had recently passed away. So we're going to wear patches with mm-hmm. your name and number on it. We're going to have flags with your names on it. Yeah. That, the, other, that are the other teams are going to be nice to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the only other, either you're dead or you're what dying. happened with Lou Gehrig. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, uh, they just named a commemorative disease after after Derek Cheater. Really? Too. Yeah. That well, that that's a bridge too far. Exactly. He doesn't even have it. Yeah. Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh. You mentioned that uh, all the other teams are being nice to Derek Cheater. <laughs> yeah. Which, all right, what they're trying to do is uh, get higher attendance, right? Because, like, uh, if he goes into a smaller market where, like, a lot of people haven't been going to baseball games because yeah. the team's not great, mm-hmm. if they have Derek Jeter trotting out, they do a ceremony before they sell out their stadium yeah. that day because all their fans are traitors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But this is the thing. Like, they always make a donation to his foundation, which is great. It works with, uh, I think, at-risk kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody's great, happy. Um, but they also give him, like, gifts, like, based on the city. Like, so he'll get, like, you know, watches that are manufactured there. I think in Boston they're going to give him boots, like uh, rain boots or snow boots or something. Yeah. That like. But what Seems I don't understand, cheap. yeah. Compared but, to a watch. She gave him some of those uh, Boston big beans. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> if they were just like, here's a, here's a, a giant sized tub of baked beans. I, but it was a trick because then they're like, he's gonna have to poop during the game. Oh yeah, they put uh, X lax in their like, beans. Now eat them, Derek. You don't want to insult the great people of Boston. <laughs> you don't like these big beans. Um, it's also going to uh, cost him uh, an estimated $16,000 in taxes on all these gifts. Not on the beans or the boots, but maybe on the watch. Yeah, $16,000 is nothing. It, which brings me to my next point. When we, uh, I understand like the sentiment of this, mm-hmm. but Derek Jeter doesn't want your gifts. <laughs> Derek Jeter doesn't want anything from anybody except to be left alone for the rest <laughs> of his life. Yeah, that's probably true. Right? Like... That's why, like, that Gatorade commercial is like, that's fine. Like, that's nice. I think Derek Jeter's a great dude, a great Mm -hmm. baseball player, or a good enough dude. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. No. But I don't like this image of him as just like, yeah, I'm just a big, friendly dude who just wants to, like, hang with the people. You're not a man of the people. Yeah. And, like, you can't be a man of the people the same way, like, any big star can't be a man of the people. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to, like get a coffee because like yeah paul mccartney is the only guy that could be a man of the people because like for some reason he's just really good at being like oh thank you thank you very much yes uh <laughs> lady madonna <laughs> yes yes you do love that right like every other famous person is just like no i can't be everybody's friend yeah. i can't shake your hand while i'm just trying to go get a slice of goddamn pizza but this gatorade commercial is like yeah what a what a class actor cheater is you know, like just off camera, mm-hmm. There's there were like throngs of people trying to get, to, close, to, get yeah. close to him. And just like security guards just like, mm-hmm. get the F back. Yeah. I will kill you. Get away from him. Do not mob him. And it's just like, go towards that one little kid who's going to like tip his cap yeah. at you. And it's going to be heartwarming. And meanwhile, like thousands of like 
fat, drunk, actual <laughs> fans who yeah. will be like, yo, Derek, yo, Derek, like, are just perpetually ignored forever, yeah. as they should be by him. <laughs> but let's stop pretending like he's the kind of guy that's like, now nah, I'm going to go. And like, no, and that and that's why he he has the the sterling reputation that he does because he doesn't interact with regular people. Yeah. So there aren't stories about like he got into a fight when some drunk idiot at a club came up to him and told him he sucks and like you know or hit on his girlfriend or whatever. Y- yeah, he's the smart, super famous guy that is like, "Yep, my life has to be in a bubble." Yeah, and because also he knows like. And then I'll retire, and mm-hmm. I won't be in everybody's daily consciousness, and then I could live a normal life on my Scrooge McDuck-style uh, gold coin collection. Yeah. They pay him just in doubloons, Tom. <laughs> well, that seems yeah. uh, uh, like probably not the best way to do it. No. But I know, and I think he, he genuinely likes playing baseball. Yeah. I think he's one of these guys. He's like, well, I like being really rich, and I like playing baseball. I kind of don't want the other bullshit that goes along with the, like I want all the money and I want to be a really good baseball player but like eh, I don't need to impress some guy at a bar yeah exactly and that's fine like you know uh, I've got nothing to say to that guy you know yeah and he's making enough money that he never has to be anywhere where there's not like yeah, a private room for him or a security detail yeah. he doesn't need to go to uh like uh baseball card shows and do signings yeah. and stuff like that no he just and that's cool steiner that's sports fine. bring him dirt and he what does he do he kisses the dirt he pees on the dirt he pees on the yeah. dirt and then they which sell is it? like that's kind of that's cool. weird yeah but like oh, it's, it's like, cool <laughs> i mean wouldn't you rather have like would you rather have just run of the mill Ooh, last game Derek jeter dirt or like urine-soaked Derek Jeter's <laughs> dirt. I don't think I'd want either. Yeah, I wouldn't want either. Mm. I mean, I certainly wouldn't pay more than three grand for either, for a vial of either. That, wow, that's a vial. That sounds like that's more urine than dirt if you're putting it in a vial. I mean, it's a lot of... Uh, I, I don't want to... I mean, Derek Jeter is very well hydrated. He can take it. Well, he's drinking all that Gatorade. No. But that's the thing. I don't think he seems like a nice guy, but like I feel like we've because he's such a good politician, mm-hmm. we've grafted this well, whole like, well, he hasn't shown himself to be a bad guy, mm-hmm. so he's probably the best all the ever best lived. things that we could ever imagine. And it's well, like, because we have uh, you know, all of our sports heroes uh, you know, build up and then tear down. Yeah. And uh he's the one guy right now that just kind of there's nothing that sca- like the most scandalous thing about him is that like he sleeps with a lot of women. Yeah. But he's a single handsome he's, rich No, athlete. no, he's not handsome. Ask any girl if Derek Jeter's handsome. They all think he's handsome. Really? Yeah, they, girls love him. He he was handsome like in his 20s. Now he's uh the big he's ball guy. He still got guy. those eyes. I have eyes, Tom. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Tom, most people have eyes. Well, he's got pretty eyes. I have pretty eyes, Tom. That's neither here nor there. He's also a professional rich athlete. <sighs> it's true. Well, uh, now, Tom, mm-hmm. over Skype. Uh, you promised, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I think, do you have it all set up? Yeah. Elton John, going to play Candle in the Wind 2014. Uh, Captain in the Wind. Tribute to Derek Jeter. The connection got lost. What? The connection went down. On Skype? On Skype, yeah. Can he, we, I can had we, him there waiting. but He rewrote a, a classic song for only the second time in history, yeah. Tom. And he's not, he's no, not there anymore? No, he's not there anymore. <sighs> well, that's I expected he's that. He's got dial-up. He's an old guy. Yeah, he is. Um... I just wish for once you would book a celebrity mm-hmm. that was tech savvy enough to Skype into the show when you promised. Well, that the he tech would. savvy ones, they listen to the show and then they don't want to be on it. Bill Gates? Yeah, yeah, you promised him. Yeah, but he's like, well, I have to check it out first. Let me let me load it up on my Zoom. Yeah, and. He didn't. He didn't care no, for he it. He didn't like it. It's probably because you're talking so much smack about the Zune all the time. No, I'm not talking smack he's about a, anything. 
I mean, you, yeah, you, you promised that uh, that Lorenzo Lamas would be on that one time. Mm-hmm. TV's Renegade. Yeah, I can see him not being very tech savvy though. Oh, he's just not very punctual. <laughs> yeah, he just has no respect for any. I was, I was, I had mixed feelings about bringing him on anyway. Yeah. Sunglasses indoors, mm-hmm. and all that. Long hair. Yeah. Who does he think he's? Uh, I think he thinks he's TV's renegade, and he he's, is. he's TV's renegade. He's not real life's renegade, well, though. He's real life's Lorenzo Lamas. That's true. Tom, mm-hmm. we were gonna talk about um, this lady who wrote in the Guardian. Well, maybe we'll do it next week. Then it won't be topical anymore. What? Who cares? Well, all right, <laughs> we don't have enough time for that anyway. Yeah. So uh, I, it's not topical to me. I ain't even read it. Well, I mean, we just have a big hole in this show, Tom, because you promised me Elton John and Robert mm. De Niro. Bobby. Bobby. And neither of them showed. They were both going to give uh, wonderful odes to, to Derek Jeter, uh-huh. captain of the New York Yankees, retiring after a, a long and storied se- uh, uh, career. Mm-hmm. Not a storied season. They no, suck not a very season. good storied season. Um and 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 he was uh, he had six most hits out of anybody, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and uh, y- Elton John won't even upgrade his internet connection to rewrite one of his famous songs for him, and it really it really shows a lack of respect on on Mr. Elton John's part. What does that mean, a first ballot Hall of Famer? Um, the first year he's eligible, he's in. He's I mean he'll likely get in. So you're making an awfully big assumption. That's true, Tom, and that's what I do. I make big How long do you have to be out? I think five years. That's it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Should be longer. Well, then people wouldn't remember you. And who cares? <laughs> Everybody gets all bent out of shape, like, this guy should be in the Hall of Fame. What the hell do you care? <laughs> Did you like him? Good. Uh, read his stats on your ba- on his baseball card. Yeah. Look well, him up on it? Baseball Reference and be like, yeah, what a great player. He... You need them to be in some... Uh, Hall of Fame. So what do they do? They stuff them? They put them up in the hall? Yeah. I Taxidermy? Mean, they used to stuff you. They used to like take out all your organs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now they just inject you with something that like <laughs> freezes your blood. <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's the price you pay for uh, immortality. If you're Figurative in the- immortality. You die immediately when they <laughs> do it to you. If you're in the Hall of Fame, is there like a standard uh, thing you have to give them? Um, like, is it like, well, like you're you in probably the hall have of to fill out a form no, like, with the I'm correct saying, spelling of your name. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if you're in the Hall of Fame, is it like, all right, well, now you have to give us uh, cleats and, uh, you know, baseball? Um, what if some guy's like, I don't want to give you anything? I, I think it's in your best interest. Um, they make a plaque for you. I don't think you have to pay out of pocket for the plaque that they actually hold, uh, Put hang up, up in, the, in hall. the Hall of Fame. How many people are in the Hall of Fame? Ooh, I don't know. Am I, would I in say. there? Are you in there? Yeah. Were you ever a professional baseball player? Mm, no. No, then I would say I think that's the main requirement oh for... Uh, it's very uh, exclusive. But it's a Hall of Fame and museum, so I guess what you're... Maybe I'm in the museum. Inquiring, maybe you don't have to be in the Hall of Fame yeah, to be... I've been to baseball games. Maybe I'm in the museum. Yeah, I don't know if I mean. Did there you are photographs during baseball games, right? You might be. Yeah. One time. Uh, and then we, I would we technically went to a be in the game Hall of Fame, and we uh, we sat near Madonna. Were you there for that? I don't think I was there when we when I think we sat I, near Madonna. Because uh, I think I might have been like in the background of a photo in the New York Post. Well, it's so next, the New York Post the Hall of Fame. It's the next best thing. It is. It is an honor to be. Oh, hopefully, hopefully Derek Deere is finally going to be in the New York Post. And I don't know, Tom. Uh, wait five years, and then we'll see. Tom, mm-hmm. let's do a dumb segment called Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tom? Yeah. It's Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. We're back. Where in, uh, me, Tim, mm-hmm. and you, Tom, Tom, 
solve your problems. Last week, uh, AJ helped you out with this. Mm-hmm. I think you did a good job. Better than you? No. I mean, maybe AJ was better than me at solving the problem. I'm better than you at reading the problem, though. That's true. That's why you read them. You seem to have a lot of problems. It's all right, Tom. This one uh, comes to us from... The Internet. Big Papa Pump. Let's call him George. Uh, Hey, guys. I have a problem. In the past two years, I have become a dad to a beautiful little boy. Let's call him Kermit for (laughs) anonymity's sake. (laughs) Me and my wife are happily married and love being parents. I've never thought about the name Kermit being a real name. Yeah, it kind of went the way of Adolf for like... Almost the same reason, but it's like <laughs> no, not almost the same. <laughs> well, because it was it was made prominent um, by a a person who like you wouldn't want your kid being associated. Yeah, but with. for very different reasons. <laughs> yeah, but for the same macro reason of <sighs> it, it became an infamous name. It's not infamous. Kermit it's, isn't infamous. I know, but like it would be, it's it it would be associated. Yes, it'd be distracting. Yeah, right. That's all I meant, Tom. You meet somebody named Kermit, unless it's like uh, an eighty-five-year-old man. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, whoa, Kermit the Frog. Because you're not gonna say that to an eighty-five-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like, what? Huh? Yeah, or maybe this kid's actual name is Kermit, and this uh, Kermit this guy George is uh, pulling a double switch on us. Mm-hmm. Um. Me and my wife are happily married and love being parents, but lately little Kermit has taken up swearing as his favorite (laughs) thing to do, the F word being his particular favorite. Now, being a British man, I obviously don't cuss because I'm polite in a Hugh Grant (laughs) kind of cadence. Now, my wife, on the other hand, is a red, white, and blue northern Michigan native and swears like a Wall Street stockbroker. He spelled stock wrong. Uh, anytime anybody insults the United States, I <laughs> get uh, defensive. Um, I want to tell her to calm the swears down, but I will probably calm the swear down. <laughs> uh, but I will probably get attacked or be lectured on your American free will nonsense. Oh, sorry, I don't do everything the Queen tells me to do. Uh, what do I do? Thank you, and keep up the good potting. Yours, George England. Well, George, freedom isn't free. Love it or leave it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to pay the price. And sometimes the price is that your kid curses. Yeah. We have a thing over here called freedom of speech. Sorry, your kid's half American. He's allowed to say whatever the F he wants. Sorry, sucker. Yeah. Uh, I I don't agree with- Love him or leave him. Yeah. Yeah. You you say you claim to love him. You got to- Those colors don't run, my friend. Yeah. You got to decide whether you're going to- Love this kid, or say you're going out for a pack of smokes and never come back. Yeah, you you, uh, you should probably just go out for a pack of smokes and pack never of come fags. Back. They call them over there. They do. Um, I oh, I would if I had a kid. Out? If I had a kid, I would like to think that I'd never curse in front of them. Mm-hmm. But then also, I think I'd like try to make my friends laugh and be like, <laughs> "Watch what he, watch what I watch taught him say to say." Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, no. I think I'm old enough now that if I had a kid, I probably wouldn't do that. Well, I think you just... Because probably what this guy's embarrassed about is this kid probably does it like at the store and stuff. Yeah, well, even at home. Because if if you're two, your vocabulary is pretty limited. If like swears make up like 10% (laughs) of your vocabulary, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a problem. Uh, I don't think telling your wife to cool it (laughs) is going to make your kid unlearn these swears. Maybe you can uh, start to secretly uh, turn your child against your wife. Yeah. You do that. That's probably a good idea anyway. Yeah, like uh, be like, mommy's going to feed you tonight, but every time (laughs) uh, she, uh, like you could be like, here's the food that you had to feed Kermit. (laughs) <laughs> but, like, you've squeezed a bunch of lemons in it. So Kermit will be like, ah, oh, every time mommy feeds me. <laughs> tastes, tastes like a lemon? Yeah, it tastes terrible. <laughs> and then, like, you as his dad would be only serve him the most delicious food. <laughs> and then when you're tucking him in, it's be like, so how do you, like, just 
test the waters. Like, how do you feel about mommy? <laughs> <laughs> you feel. <laughs> and then if he's like, uh, oh, yeah, she's great. And then, like, you could be like, eh, well. <laughs> well, yeah. At some, oh, yeah. some of our grown-up parties sometimes, you should hear what she says about you. Oh, so that man. she doesn't really like you that much. Uh, she's <laughs> thinking about maybe leaving and never coming back. Coming back to America. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool that you like to swear like her, but uh, I just want to let you know that she's kind of, she doesn't care about you and she <laughs> wants you to only eat uh, disgusting tasting food for the rest of your life. Well, that doesn't sound like that's too covert. That well, no, that's pretty overt. Well, that's when your wife isn't around. Oh, okay. When your wife is around, you just like... Uh, yeah, I tell the kid... Yeah, of course, it is just between you and me. Yeah, play it cool, Kermit. Yeah. Cool as a cucumber. Kermit, off the record, uh, your mommy kind of stinks. Uh, yeah, uh, tell her you don't want to have a scumbag kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, look, I think all kids, like uh, toddlers or whatever, learn a curse at some point. Oh, yeah. But then, like, they learn it's bad. Mm-hmm. And then you see them, and, and if, then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute." Yeah, but then when when you get to school, when you get to like the early grades of school, mm-hmm. the kids that curse are the ones like, "Yeah, yeah, this is indicative. This is indicative of something worse." <laughs> like, uh, I think all the kids like that I knew in second grade that cursed a lot. Uh, are not doing too well now, yeah, like yeah. Uh, 20 years later, 25 years later. Um, so, in conclusion, if the rest of your house is in order, he'll probably be fine. But that is the canary in a coal mine for, for outsiders like me. Like, if I hear your kid cursing, I'll be like, that guy is not just cursing around the kid. That guy is uh, a negligent parent. parent in other ways, too, right? Yeah. So be a good parent in other ways, and then the cursing will take care of itself. I think parenting is really easy, Tom. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it's the easiest thing in the world. I'm sure uh, it's it's not difficult to just raise a... a, a Yeah, just do it right, you idiot. And tell your wife to stop cursing. If you want me to talk to her, I'll talk to her. Michigan people, I I don't know about... uh, That's nice of you to offer. I don't know any people from Michigan, so I don't know how much different they are. How you're going to relate to her. Yeah. Oh, I know some people from Michigan. I met the biggest liar I ever met in Michigan. <laughs> well, I talked about him on this show like five years ago. Maybe it was uh, this. Maybe this woman knows him. Yeah. Um. And the lady already moved to England for you. What else do you want? You're maybe she a... was already there. How do you know? Very hungry, Tom. Well, I think that's about it for this week. If you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at complete guide to everything at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal Tim. Are you done? All one word? Yeah, all one word. Um, And if you're doing your Amazon shopping, why not do it on TCG doc? TCG. TCGTE.com slash Amazon. Did you just fall asleep? I've been drinking. Oh. Uh, you can buy all kinds of Derek Jeter memorabilia there. Yeah. Oh, and let me say, Derek Jeter, cool guy, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's calculated, but that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, I just think when you're doing that, you're a blank slate, so people are projecting a oh, lot of yeah, things yeah. that aren't there. And like... That's when hyperbole comes into play, and that's when, like, this, my attitude in this episode is a direct reaction to my Facebook feed um, and my Twitter feed last night when he hit a game-running hit, a game-winning hit yeah. in, like, his last home game ever. Like, it just everybody just going nuts about, like, all right, this guy's a baseball player. Let's yeah. Let's bring this down. Like, he's a good guy, and he's a good baseball player. That's well, it. And it was a game-winning uh, hit uh, in his last game uh, at Yankee Stadium, but they're also they're not going to that game didn't count for anything. It didn't matter. Yeah, but whatever. It's no, nice. and that's the thing. Like it's cool, and like that that kind of is you know he's yeah. Captain Clutch. That yeah. is him. That like 
of course he would w- hit the the game winning hit in his last uh, at bat. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's cool for him, but it didn't it didn't do anything for the Yankees. Also, it makes me also think that uh, it, it makes me believe in the Illuminati. <laughs> Because, like, that happens, like, oh, the perfect fairy tale ending to his career. I mean, the fairy tale ending would be him winning the World Series with Mm -hmm. them. But um, the fact that his 3,000th hit was a home run. Yeah. Like, a game-winning home run in, like, an awesome, like, five-hit game for him. Like, it's just, like, things went, like, a little too perfectly in this game of tremendous uncertainty. Um, maybe Jay-Z and Beyonce really are pulling all the strings. Well, I think it's also that, I mean, you guys play a lot of baseball games. You can find stuff in retrospect that, you know, like, oh, isn't this a weird coincidence? I mean, it was a big deal when he hit his 3,000 yeah, hit and it was a home run. He's not a home run hitter, Tom. Well. Maybe he should be. Maybe he should think about it. Maybe he should come back, unretire next year, just as a home run hitter. Yeah. You just he'll be like, all right, every time I come to bat, I'll hit a home run. Yeah. You guys will just throw me, you just lob me a real easy d- underhand. Yeah. And I'll I'll knock it out. I'll I'll knock it right out of the, the stuffing out of it. And then since I'm only hitting home runs, I'll have more time at home to spend with my monkey wrestling league. Yeah. You guys uh, are all enjoying that, right? <laughs> What? Man, yeah. WWM would be huge, especially if Derek Jeter was like... (laughs) The man pulling the strings? He was the Vince McMahon of it. (laughs) Uh, He was literally the organ grinder. (laughs) What? The organ grinder, the guy with the monkey dancing. Yeah. He's the organ grinder. They don't need that in the wrestling league, Tom. It wouldn't hurt. They need... uh, He... I think like uh he'd like <laughs> he ideally what his his preferred role would be <laughs> would be announcing from uh the table on the side and then occasionally. Oh, so he does have aspirations. I think he does, and I think that's part of the reason he's retiring now. He's <laughs> like while I'm still uh young and while this uh wrestling federation is still in its nascent stages, I can really come on yeah. as like a, a I can really associate myself with this, and this is what I'd more like to be known for rather than baseball player. The the thing that I found most impressive about that Gatorade commercial is how much editing they had to do to take out all the times he asked everyone if they're enjoying the monkey wrestling league. Yeah, and then like uh, the director coming in and just like ushering those people like, away what? when they're, they're like, what? Derek, you're you're my favorite baseball. Player. Oh, thank you very much. Are you enjoying the monkey wrestling league that I run? Oh boy. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and as always, farewell, Captain. And it seems to me you lived your life. Like a candle in the wind Never know